Because I can control the weather, they call me Storm. Welcome to This Week in Nerd News, your one-stop shop for all of the pop culture you may have missed this week. Brought to you by the Black Nerd Problems Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Mikkel Snyder. And I'm your host, Victoria Routine. It's actually February now. How do you feel about that? I mean, time, as per usual, is just laughing at us all. It's also Black History Month. I feel less prepared than normal i don't i don't know that i ever really truly feel prepared (laughs) for the ridiculousness that generally tends to happen but i work at a bookstore now and so i get to be surrounded by a bunch of really cool books written by a bunch of awesome black folks so that's good i guess so yeah you know the drill we got a set of questions you will give an answer you get points for the answers the points don't mean anything they're just a fun way to convey news topics Mm -hmm. so let's go the cyberpunk dystopian future is here with maybe just a little less cyberpunk. Mashable reported that Apple has sold this many units of their new Vision Pro, a number that has probably gone up since Tuesday as more social media posts about people using them on subways, in Teslas while the Teslas are driving down the road, and walking down crowded city streets. All of this feels... Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it feels it feels bad. It just it feels like it feels a little too big for our britches, you know? Like I don't yeah. think we're at the level of technology yet that people are trying to do like I don't think you should be using another form of technology while your other technology is driving you around. That feels a little careless at this point. Um but I'm yeah. supposed to guess how many of these have sold. Yes. That is, that is the question that has. Um, I feel like they're probably pretty expensive. I, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think about the target market for the, and I know that they're going to say that the target audience is everyone, but that's very much not, not true. So like, who is actually wants to buy this and has the funds to buy this? I'm going to say... I, I'm my initial instinct was somewhere around a hundred thousand. So that's pretty good. It, it, the answer, according to Mashable, is two hundred thousand. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's that's a lot closer to tens of thousands than it is the other direction. That is fair. <laughs> so we'll we'll give you the point because I I botched the the relative scaling of that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just in general, like when you launch something like this, you don't want to be close to tens of thousands, right? In any way, you should be much closer to like a million or potentially multiple millions. Moving on to another cyberpunk dystopian question. Mm -hmm. Do you know which city announced the first ever AI-operated restaurant, a sentence that will continue to haunt me for several units of time? I, okay, I feel multiple different ways about this. I feel like if it's a U.S. thing, it's going to be terrible and, like, just terrifying in general. It is a U.S. thing, so. It is? It is a U.S.-based oh, no. uh, restaurant. Because I was going to say, if it was someplace like Tokyo, like, I feel like Japan could do an AI-operated restaurant in, like, a weird anime collab that would actually make sense and be really cool. Because they have a lot of kind of 
Like they already have vending machine things and like they have a lot of things like that already that I think would lend itself to that. But if the US is doing it, this is gonna be a problem. Uh, I mean, the obvious choice is LA. So let's, let's go with LA. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's north of LA. I'll give that to you. Okay, all right. There's a restaurant in Pasadena that, that's run by artificial intelligence. Yeah, I just, I don't know what that really means, right? Because again, when we talk about other countries, right? Like there are several other countries that have like convenience stores that are all at this point kind of computer operated. And like at what point, at what point do we switch over into this is an AI operated restaurant? Like, what does that mean? What are they doing? Oh, so one of the, the, the images and the promotional, well not promotional videos, the news segment story that I, I gleaned this from is that mm -hmm. there is a robotic arm that's doing all of the cooking. Oh, okay. Which I'm, I'm, I'm sure like the, the wait staff is also like a touch screen, so you, you, yeah. we, we shouldn't need to think about this anymore. I see. Um, that feels unnecessary. It is. It is completely unnecessary, but... We'll deal with the consequences to our actions later, if mm -hmm, ever. Mm -hmm. All right, we're doing good. We're doing great. So we're going to move off the uh, dystopian hellscape, and we're uh -huh, going to move into something uh -huh. a little bit more fun. So, Okay. I'm not entirely sure these shoes were made for running, but the Crocs uh, shoe brand is collaborating with this beloved anime property to release some themed shoes later this year. I know this one because you know I saw one. them. I don't know how I feel about them, <laughs> uh, but it's Naruto. It is Naruto, and I too don't know how to feel about Naruto Crocs, but they exist, yeah. or will exist soon. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's one of those weird things. Do you remember when they did, what, what was it Gucci with Michael B. Jordan? It was oh, some do, really expensive that, yeah. brand. And so yeah. I do appreciate that while these do look a little ridiculous um they're affordable <laughs> this is this is true i don't know that i'll be spending my money on it but i could so can you run in crocs because my first immediate thought is sort of like can the youth do the naruto ninja run in crocs because i feel like that if you try hard enough you can run in a lot of things that is that is true. I I too also saw Jurassic World and saw Bryce mm -hmm. Dallas Howard mm -hmm. run in heels. I will say that one of the charms, like one of the collab specific charms, is a shuriken, and I don't. That feels like I I understand they don't like actually go into the shoe, but that I don't know that I would want to run. No. With like large things poking out of my shoes either. They seem to have more complicated ankle straps. Maybe that holds your foot in better. I don't know. There's a lot going on with them. You're on a roll right now. You're, you're free for free <laughs> as we're heading good. into, I, into the final two questions. It means that I have already won, right? Like, even if yeah. I don't get the last two, I've already won. I'm feeling good. I mean, the trick is, Victoria, you're always a winner when you play this game because you're <laughs> learning true. things. That's true. I am always learning. Question four. Universal Orlando Resort is expanding their Universal Epic Universe theme parks, and one of their five immersive worlds will have fans of this video game company rejoicing. Oh, is it Fortnite? It is. It is not Fortnite. Oh, okay. That's a good guess. 
It is Super Nintendo World. Nintendo was the company we were looking for. That's interesting. Isn't it? Like, they have, they have a, like, Nintendo section in Japan already, so that yeah. I think they're, like, porting over something okay. similar to the States. Um, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. I, I don't have universal money, but it <laughs> seems like the universal kind of immersive is experiences are pretty decent. Yeah. So we can be hopeful. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> One more question. Let's see if you can end on an even better score okay. than your already winning score. So, all right. Amazon Prime, not being content being cartoonishly villainous rich, has decided to charge an additional fee of this much money a month to show their to view their shows ad free. Sorry, I just have to process that, like, <laughs> the thing is happening before I can pick an amount. That's fair. I feel like Amazon Prime is generally actually in the middle. Like, they, they try hard to stay on the fence with a lot of things, and it just makes them mm. even more ridiculous. So I'm going to go with four ninety nine. You know that... That's close enough. It was under $5. The answer we were looking for was $2.99. Um, That's even more ridiculous. Like $0.99, cents, $1.99, those are like prices we're used to. What's $2.99? That, that's just how much you pay to not watch ads on, on their shows anymore. That's, that's silly. Also, you're already paying for Prime. Apparently that's not good enough to to get them without ads. <sighs> All right, is it who does Freebie belong to? Doesn't that belong to Amazon? Amazon yeah. Oh my that, god. That is Amazon. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. That wraps up our Mad Lips. Are you happy with this knowledge that you gained? You know, sometimes I am overall depressed by the things <laughs> that I learn in Mad Lips, and I don't have that feeling coming away from this round. I think it's I think it's the crux. I think whenever we have a okay. weird croc collaboration, yeah, it yeah. it lightens things up. I still remember the Hidden Valley Ranch one. <laughs> that I, whenever I think about that, I'm like, yeah, that's a thing oh, that yeah. happened. That was a thing that happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was also a Mad Lib. So yeah, I think it just it adds a bit of levity. Let's take that moment of levity <laughs> into a break, and then we will resume with a big ticket item. back I'm tired Mikkel I know Victoria I'm tired and you know things and stuff just be making me more tired let's start with the property is Avatar the Last Airbender and we we know this is this is the Netflix live-action series we know whenever we go into these, we are cautiously optimistic, right? That's that's what we say here this week in our news. Cautiously optimistic. <laughs> They've been doing some good stuff. We've been seeing some promising things, right? Well, we've got a whole bunch of Fire Lord, Ozai, Thirst Trap, and memes going on. And I think that is deserved, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then... <laughs> We get other news, and I just, I'm confused. 
So the news we've gotten is that in their approach to this series and trying to update it, not just they, they, they want to bring in a new audience, not just the audience that loved ATLA the first time around. So in doing this, they have taken out a lot of the sexism and the sexist comments that are found in Sokka's character. That, that is the scene. How do you, how do you feel about this new knowledge, Mikkel? I've been thinking about this ever since the story broke and, and, and the first, the first initial response is sort of like, how do you miss the entire point of Sokka's mm-hmm. character development? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, right? Like, like sexism is bad. We, we can safely say that that that's not up for debate. But the thing is, is that, like, sexism is one of those things that is, like, culturally rooted. And one of the things that happens that when you grow up is that you learn to recognize sort of, like, oh, these preconceived notions that I had are actually wrong, and I I have made mistakes because of this, and now I need to become better. And in the original series, which came out, what, like, 20-some years ago at this point? We saw Sokka acknowledge, it's like, oh, I've... I've made mistakes. I've I've done wrong. My worldview was incorrect. And so much of Sokka's character arc is is learning to to overcome these notions and become a better person as a result. And and if you if you take that away from the base character, you have a very different character that changes the trajectory of the series. Yeah, I think it it changes the other characters as well in ways mm-hmm. that are are vital um, and I don't think were thought about in this decision. The first point I'm going to make, I, I wish that I remembered the TikToker that I, I saw make this point, but the idea that like while the Northern and Southern Water Tribes were different, and we see a lot of sexism in the Southern Water Tribe. That's where Sok and Katara are. And okay. when they go up to the Northern that's, Water Tribe, okay. that's where Thank Master you. Paku is. You know, directions. Anyway, when we get to the Northern Water Tribe, we see a ton of sexism, right? And that is a place where Sokka has to kind of deal with this a little bit because of how they're treating Katara mm-hmm. and and how they are talking about their grandmother, right? And so it is you you talked about sexism being culturally rooted and that's not just that is a thing that the original story did as well, right? It wasn't just like, mm-hmm. oh, there's sexism in the outside world, so we'll put a little into this world. It was culturally rooted in their world, in their tribe. Mm-hmm. This was a thing, right? And so this is something that the tribe as a whole is having to break out of. And we see that even through Takora, right? And so I think that that changes some things. I also think that it will change Katara's character a lot because standing up to her brother, trying out arguments on her brother, right? Of like, no, look at it this way. 
I just watched you do that. Being able to, to vent at him <laughs> a lot of times, right? Um, and being able to rage at his sexism in a way that she is not safe to do at the sexism of the world at large is very mm-hmm. important to her character and how she develops and is able to advocate for herself in the world. And so to not have that dynamic, I think, is a problem, right? Mm. So, because, I mean, they're traveling the world as teenagers. I think Sokka's the oldest and he's like 16, right? So where is she going to learn this from in a safe manner if it's not through that? Um, so, yeah, I, I think, ah, so many issues. <laughs> It's one of those things, right, where it's sort of like the the intent is sort of like sort of mm-hmm. like, oh, we don't want uncomfortable things in our media. We we don't want to be held to like a prior standard. But the the problem is is that like Avatar the original Avatar addressed all of that. Mm-hmm. Like it it acknowledged that like this was problematic behavior and that the reason why those scenes were quote unquote iffy is because they were designed to be iffy because mm-hmm. they set up like this is how the world works. This is how Sokka is a character. This is how Sokka grows. And, like, it has this ripple effect, right? Like, everything mm-hmm. you mentioned with Katara, it's going to come up again with uh, stuff with uh, Suki and the mm-hmm. Kyoshi Warriors. It's going to completely change how that how that entire, like, sequence plays out. Like, it's yeah. going to come up with Toph. It's it's just, it's a, it's a whole rabbit hole of things. And uh, this also comes with news that, like, one of the things that the... the this live action is going to do is that they're going to show the fire nation attacking the air nomads. And then it's just sort of like, okay, so you're willing to show like a slaughter Mm -hmm. of a people on your television show, but like Mm -hmm. having a character be sexist and then learn to not be sexist is, is, is too much. And I'm just like, what are we doing here? Yeah. And like, what, what are we actually doing here? And when we do take it into real world, right? The level of Sokka's sexism is honestly very low to what Mm -hmm. we experience walking through the United States on a daily basis. So I think to be like, well, you know, that's, that's a lot. And like, that's not acceptable anymore. You're right. It's not. And yet it is still out there. So having, again, like you said, having a character who says things that, hey, I've heard my dad say that. Hey, I've heard my whoever say that. And then here is how that person learns and grows and figures out different language, modeling that behavior in an approachable way. Because we know that that parents and caregivers watch these things just as much Mm. as kids do, right? So modeling that in a safe way, I think is so important for our society as well. And I think that that is a missed opportunity. Totally. And like the the character posters when they first came out, so like, oh, this actually looks like the show. Mm -hmm. The costuming department really like nailed it. And then you get news like this, it's like... Well, so, so far Netflix's track record with live-action adaptations is currently sort of like, the One Piece (laughs) live-action adaptation was really good, 
because Oda was right there the entire time asking questions. It's sort of like, are you sure you want to do this? Or are you sure? Are you sure? And then, and then you look at Avatar. So like, oh, is is this why the original creators mm-hmm. left? I think, I think this might be why the original creators yeah. left. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. It's trepidatious right now. No longer cautiously optimistic. Trepidatious. Well, I think just the balance for me. The balance has shifted. There's more caution and less optimism. <laughs> that's fair. That's, that's fair. <sighs> oh, all right. With that, let us move to our patented, not patented lightning round. It is, in fact, a chain lightning round because there is so much to get through this week. We're going to start on a little bit of a heavy note because we did lose some greats this past week. So... Let's just take a moment to remember Carl Weathers from Predator and Rocky and a bunch of other things. Hinton Battle, who I did not know his name, but I certainly know him as the Scarecrow in The Wiz. Um, And Cheetah Rivera, who originated the role of Anita in West Side Story, which is awesome. That era where everyone gets listed as actor, singer, dancer, right? And just can do everything. Um, an amazing, amazing actress. And so we have we have truly lost. I, I kept seeing pictures come up and I was like, oh, it's going to be a rough week. So just remembering all of maybe going and, and re-watching some of these great older movies mm-hmm. would be cool. And then when we're done with that, we can do sequels because the sequels keep on sequeling. They really do. There's so many this week, like so many things with just two and three after them. Megamind 2, it feels like it's been a decade since the first one. I don't know. Despicable Me's on four. Sonic is on three. And I know those were all movies and I'm sure there are more, but we also are getting new seasons of a bunch of shows as well. So we've got Abbott Elementary, Code 8, Bridgerton, Squid Game, and El Rawabi School for Girls. Some I'm more excited for than others. <laughs> but it's it's happening, and it's gonna keep happening. Just like our last one for the day is capitalism. We have had even more news of layoffs in the media space, some more kind of traditional print media like the times national geographic other places like sega and along with that more unionizing which is good but also like we could just do better as a society anyway even more hollywood unions are looking to use collective bargaining to secure you know decent wages healthcare, pensions things you should get from working and doing labor But that is a ton of news. And if you want more from the Black Nerd Problems Broadcasting Network, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. That was This Week in Nerd News. Tune in next week for more pop culture updates. I'm your host, Victoria Bertine. And I'm your host, Michael Snyder. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for joining us, folks.